Hi, welcome to Ramblings of a Writer. I'm Amanda, or AJ Winter. I'm a 24-year-old writer from Wisconsin who loves reading, writing, and the 100 way too much. This is a podcast for writers by a writer. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've uploaded one of these. I did have a few episodes recorded before I went on vacation, but I ended up not uploading them just because I didn't feel like they were good. So I wanted to do some extra research and everything before I uploaded them. And one of them was so short, I'm like, nah, let's not. Today is going to be a rambly podcast. I am just going to talk. I am just going to kind of update you guys on what I've been working on. And that's part of the reason why I haven't been uploading anything on here, just because I've been working on my book, which is also important. So here we are. I've started writing it, which is really exciting for me. I am completely done with the planning process. I finished that on... I'm looking at my calendar. So I finished working on what I could of my notebook on the 8th of June. And that is a week after I returned from my Florida vacation, which was a lot of fun. I did do some writing on vacation. Not a lot, But we did have some down days just because I was traveling with some disabled folk, so we needed to take some breaks. And during those breaks, I did spend in our condo writing in my notebook. I didn't bring my laptop or anything. I brought all of my printed photos and just kind of did that when I could. Um, I didn't really read. I watched a lot of Harry Potter, too, when I was on vacation, but... That's what I did mostly on vacation. I wrote and I watched Harry Potter. I officially started writing my book on the 10th of June. So on the 8th and 9th, what I did is I finished what I could and I started my Scrivener file. And then all day on Sunday, I worked on my Scrivener file. So by what what I mean by me working on my Scrivener file, because I do draft in Scrivener, and I edit in Word. When I set up a Scrivener file, I like to have, I'm a visual writer, so I like to have all of my photos. So pretty much every photo I have in my physical notebook is also going to be on my Scrivener file, just because I know I won't always have my notebook with me. It's nice to have, and it was fun to put together, and it's more for me to look back on and add notes to as I progress and or progress I should say I said that wrong but yeah I just I like to have both and in on my computer I'm able to put way more files on there and way more photos and I can always constantly add to the sections I need to because all of my characters are pretty much from tv shows and celebrities so I can actively find new photos of them and upload them whenever I want. So that way I don't have to spend hours upon hours cutting out new photos and pasting them into my binder. Or not my binder, my notebook. So far, I have written... I have not written yet today. But I have written 2,841 words and I have finished chapter 1. And guys, I have never sympathized with Victoria Schwab so hard than now. Because, so, my book... I wrote five other drafts, or at least five other drafts, of this story before, and it was a completely different book from what it is now. Part of the reason why I decided to scrap what I had for all those five drafts, and which I queried a little bit of, 
is because of something I thought of myself, as well as a literary agent kind of pointed out, is that this, the book I had, was not something unique, and it wasn't something different in the genre. So I was writing a sci-fi dystopian novel, and now I'm writing a post-apocalyptic kind of novel, and I really love it. And I was more excited to write book two because it was more post-apocalyptic. So I'm like, okay, how can I start in that setting? Because that is somewhere I really wanted to explore and something I really just was so excited to do. And I just blew up my world and quite literally, not quite to the extent of the hundred, but um, yeah, I destroyed what I had. I built off of what I already had. And I'm just kind of plopping these characters into a new circumstance and starting them there and meeting there. These people who had previously known each other come this point in the last rendition of the story no longer knew each other at this point. I now have to kind of figure out their new dynamics, how everything works. And it's a lot of fun for me to figure that out, but it's it's tough. And Victoria Schwab has never summed up the writing experience so much. I'm looking up her tweets right now, just so I can read out some of them, because her Addie LaRue tweets are so on point. This morning, she actually tweeted, she's like, can I tell you a secret, something I'm afraid to admit? I'm really, really proud of this book. And that is so true. I am, I've always been proud of this story, because it's something that's kind of been building inside of me for so long, and finally being able to work on it to its full potential is really exciting to me. And I hope, hope to gosh, I, I really, really hope that something does come of it because it's something I've worked so hard on. And I really, really love this story. And a couple days ago, I remember retweeting her. I, I can't find it right now, but she basically said, I will never not be working on this book. And that is me since I've been working on this book since 2013. It, it's... It's something that I really do enjoy doing. So, my first chapter was a toughie. I can tell you tell you that in all honesty because it took me up until yesterday. So, how many days was that? 6 days of writing it to finally finish it. And I'm do I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing either. And um I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to con continue doing it. I have been editing as I'm writing. <laughs> I shouldn't, like I said, I shouldn't be doing this, but I am. And it's because I just, I know what I need to work on, so I go back and work on it as I'm writing. So it's not like I'm changing every little phrase, it's just I'm adding more words, because I'm quite a bare-bones writer when it comes to drafting, and I didn't I didn't want the draft to be a bare-bones draft, you know? I wanted something editable. That that was a, a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> I wanted something that I could edit when I get to that point. And I wanted to fast draft this, and that's still kind of my goal. But I also realized that if I put more work in now, I will have a more complete and well-put-together first draft. So when I write... My bare bones is like dialogue and he did this, she looked at that, I nodded, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it's very not descriptive in the head of the narrator. So 
what I've been doing, because that's something I've always struggled with when I'm writing, is getting into the head of my narrator. And I kind of already knew the voice I wanted her to have, and I have taken the liberty of compiling... I need to, like, make a playlist on YouTube of these, but I really enjoy watching fan videos from, like, The 100 and everything. I do that all the time. It's, like, when I'm working on simple stuff that I don't need to pay attention to the TV or anything and I just want noise, I put those on because I really think they're cute and I find new music that way. I end up watching some of those of just Clark. So I don't watch any Bellamy and Clark ones. I just watch Clark. And in particular, I love watching the 501 ones. I think that episode's called Eden, where... So the first 20 minutes of that whole episode is just Clark, and she is doing these radio calls, and they're so good, and it really helps me get into the kind of her headspace and kind of her internal monologue kind of things, because she's just rambling to Bellamy. A few days ago, I when I started doing this to get into Aurelia's headspace, it's my main character's name, I ended up writing out a section in my notebook called Clark Quotes. And this is solely because I needed a place to put these quotes where I could look back, look at her monologues in text form. I love listening to her. Her voice is amazing. Her American accent's phenomenal. Um, I'm going to read you one of these just because I think it's really, really cool. Um, I wish I had my favorite one. Oh, I do have my favorite one. Yay. So <laughs> these are both from 501. Um, called Eden of the Hundred. So this kind of gives you an idea of my character's voice, and this really helps me get into her headspace. And I will even read you one of the um, segments that I had that right after I started doing this, because I'm so proud. This is Clark. This is uh, just Clark's quotes, basically. I only have two, so. Up until this point, I believe I'd live in the bunker with the others, with my mom. I can't bear the thought of leaving her down there, but the hard truth is I could dig for years and never reach that door. And the second one is, I came to Arcadia looking for food and water, but all I found were ghosts. I just love that line. That's why it's there. So I really loved how her internal monologue really sounded and just her cadence. It it sounds way better when Eliza Taylor says it, or Eliza Taylor Morley. I don't know her new name. Um, I don't know if she changed it. She just got married to Bob Morley, who plays Bellamy Blake, and honestly, that's also why I haven't been recording any episodes, because I've been really into the 100 fandom lately. So, the line that I wrote that I really loved and I felt really embodied Clark was this one, and it says, People yelled around me, but I couldn't make out any words they were saying. Not because I couldn't hear them, but because I was so preoccupied by my fear that it deafened me. My cousin Tub was asking me questions, but no matter what words I wanted to speak, I was paralyzed. I just really loved that because I felt it really embodied the kind of feel and the sound that I was going for, and it was just so much fun to write that. Another thing that I've been doing with my book is I've also been keeping track of what I did every day as well as my playlist, and I always do this. So music is such a integral part of my process before I start a new chapter. I always have to find a new set of songs. Now, I don't listen to them in a particular order, but each chapter has a set of songs. So um, I always think about 
like the future like people want to listen to each song in a particular chunk you know when they're reading each chapter so what I did is I uh, I made a spreadsheet and I ended up making a word count page and a playlist page so on the playlist page I ha I think I have like 48 to 50 um a division of three so whatever is a division divider of three I don't think it reaches above 50 but I know it's like the later threes and I think it is 48 because that's a divider of three but anyway so I made that and each chapter I go in and I put in my songs for each playlist or for each chapter I should say and it's it's helping me keep track of what's in what. And then in my notebook, I also put the playlist in there just in case I lose this or something. And I also am writing notes about what, she, what kind of feel I was going for for the chapter and why a particular song maybe was important to this and kind of what it signifies. So these are just things that me as a reader likes to have. So I thought I would do the people a favor for one day releasing this. But with the spreadsheet, I did make a blank copy and put in some examples for you guys. So this will be available on my website. I'm already, I'm, I had to take a break because my brother came home uh, between record and recording this. So um, while he was home, uh, I ended up uploading it to my website. So you can find it under the downloads tab on the podcast section. And it is the one with the cat. And the roll of fruit with the computer. <laughs> it is called um, the, I believe it's called Word Count and uh, Playlist Spreadsheet. I think that's what I titled it. Um, I don't have it open right now, so I can't look at it. But <laughs> that's what it is. And um, yeah, I really enjoy making it, downloads for you guys. So if you guys want any other downloads in the future, feel free to tell me what you want to have for your resources. I know settings and some other ones have been requested, so um, I will get on that, I promise. I just have to make an episode around it so I can give it to you guys, but yeah, and I think that's about it. I haven't really delved too much into my story, but oh, I do have, so my love interest with a parentheses around an S at the end, uh, so, when I originally wrote this story, I had a different love interest in mind. But as I hit, like, draft three, and I started watching 100, I got a different love interest for my main character. Now, she, it's not about the love interest, per se. That's a subplot, trust me. And my intention was to have this one guy be, like, charming and sweet and pretty much a Finn Collins if you've watched this first season of The 100, um, basically, I wanted him like that, and then turned out to be a selfish jerk at the end, but, um, he's got other plans right now, and he's kind of just a jerk from the beginning, but so is, uh, her love interest, because I was trying out the friends to, or the enemies to friends to lovers trope, but I don't think that's working out too well, but it's fine, that's what editing's for, I still love my angsty babes, I guess, but 
Yeah, that's kind of why it took me so long, just because these characters are slightly different than I'm used to, and there's a lot more, like, anger and everything about them. I really, I still, I still, I still do really love all of these characters just as much as I did before. It's just I'm exploring them in a different way that I'm not used to, and they're in a completely different world, so it's going to take a little bit of getting to know these characters again, but um, I, I know them like the back of my hand really well. <laughs> it made no sense. So I'm going to wrap up this part and let you guys go. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have any questions about my WIP, I am pretty much on Twitter all the time. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at AJ Winter Books pretty much anywhere except for Goodreads. That's just AJ Winter. And I will probably respond within like an hour. I'm not really on Tumblr right now, so don't reach out to me there. Um, just because right now I'm logged into my The 100 Tumblr, so <laughs> that won't be checked for a while. Probably until August. <laughs> um, mostly because I don't remember the password all the time, so that has something to do with it. So thank you so much for listening. And if, if you want the download, please go download it. Um, I put those out for free, so it costs nothing. And hopefully it will help you. And if you do have specific requests, um, make sure you DM those to me, instant mess, or that's the same thing. Uh, send me your tweets about suggestions. I always appreciate them. So yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can find me on all social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Wattpad, and Spotify as at AJ Winter Books, and on Goodreads as at AJ Winter. If you need to contact me at all, feel free to leave me a voice message through the Anchor app or you can find my email address on my website, ajwinterbooks.com. Thanks again for listening. I can't wait to chat again later. Bye!